This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Emmerich Ernu. He started his career in 1996 as a business lawyer in Washington, D.C., and then launched his first startup in France in 2000. After three semi-failed SaaS projects in the social media space, he finally got traction with his company, Agora Pulse, a social media, media management software launched in 2012. He grew it to $5 million in annual recurring revenue, and it's growing at 80% year over year. Emmerich, are you ready to take us to the top? I am definitely. Well, I think you're much cooler as a SaaS CEO than a lawyer. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I think too. Yeah, I agreed on, agreed on that one. So the company, just to be clear, the revenue number, you finished 2017 at a run rate of about 5 million. Was that accurate? Absolutely. Okay. And let's get more of the backstory now. What does the company do and how do you make money? Is it pure SaaS? It is pure SaaS. It's a social media management software. So uh, most of your listeners will be familiar with Hootsuite. So it's like it's a competitor to Hootsuite and uh, and many others. And uh, it's um, a monthly subscription. Uh, RPU is around $145, $50. I, I'll, I have most of my numbers in euros. So I have to make conversion <laughs> on the go. You're doing, the you're doing good. And uh, yeah, we have uh, we've passed uh, three thousand clients um, before the end of the year, and uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's where we are. That's great. So three thousand paying customers, paying each about one hundred and forty-five bucks a month for about four hundred sixteen grand in monthly revenue, or a five million dollar run rate. Is that that accurate? Yeah, it's okay. about right. Yeah. And, and Amber, have you bootstrapped the thing, or have you raised capital? Yeah, we did bootstrap. Okay, completely bootstrap. That's incredible. Did you use any debt or no? Uh, we actually use something that a lot of people are using. Uh, we had a previous business that was generating some cash, not good, uh, but enough to kind of, you know, fuel the next, the next venture. So we use that cash. We basically stopped working on the old product, the old project and work on the new one by using the free cash flow we had from, from the old project, which a lot of agency do when they start a product and, you know, heard a lot of people on the podcast doing that as well. So you can't start with zero. You got to start with something, especially when you're building a complex SaaS product. Our thing was that. Were you able though, so the cap table can get pretty messy if you're transitioning. Were you able to also in that transition, clean the cap table somehow or get early people out? Or are they still kind of lingering on the cap table with two, three, four, five percent? That's a great question. We've been incredibly lucky that the initial shareholders that we had from the previous business eventually got cash problems of their own. And then when they had, uh, we had cash in the bank. So we proposed them an exit and we basically bought them out like, you know, some, some of them like eight, nine years in. So like they've been with us for a long time, super patient and super nice. Um, and we basically bought them for, you know, a good chunk of money based on what they invested initially. They made a huge return, like 10 X kind of return. But for us at the time when we bought their three, four, five percent, it was a great deal based on the AR we were making at the time. So we what were lucky. Year, and they what were year was too. that when you executed that? Um, most of them were 2017. 
Oh, you oh you executed most of this in, in the, just this year, 2017. Yeah. Oh, got it. We, okay. we bought them out. We bought the the initial business angels that we got in say 2002 and four. Yeah. <laughs> we bought them in 2017, and we bought them for you know a good price for them, a good multiple that you know they didn't become millionaires, but um, compare you know what they invested in the early days compared to what they got back was a pretty good return. And, and what did they put in were, on the early days? Are we talking a hundred grand or ten million? Yes. No. Yeah. Less. 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 Some of them were like you know forty, thirty, forty thousand. The probably the highest was. 50,000 and you know the 50,000 we bought them out as a uh, close to 200,000 so like it was a good multiple to them yeah it makes good sense um, but, yeah yeah you're looking at this I imagine going I know TechCrunch as I said go raise capital and try an IPO but I'm sitting on 400 grand a month in cash flow top line if I own the whole thing and have full control I can just pay myself 200 grand in free cash flow every month and my wife's gonna love me forever it, you know, you're you're touching on a great point. Um, it all goes back to what's your motivation in life and what you want to build for yourself. You know, when you're when when we're young, we usually have big, hairy goals, and we want to be the next Mark Zuckerberg. And as you grow up and you're facing the difficulties of launching a business, succeeding in business, and you get something, you start thinking, well, I'm I'm pretty happy with a pretty decent salary and and freedom. And, and, you know, the ability to lead my life and my business the way I want and still grow and, and, and take profit out of that. And Basecamp is a great example of a bootstrap company that got incredib- incredibly successful. And there are a lot of others that are not as successful, but still get a lot of cash out of the thing. And, and more importantly, a lot of fun and pleasure, which, which I think is the key, the key to everything. So do you have a co-founder or are you now the sole person on the cap table? We're two co-founders, the CTO, Ben and myself. Got it. And and he's been with you the whole time? He's been with me the whole time, 17 years. So he's That's been amazing. more patient than my ex-wife. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's funny. So launch date was two thousand. Ben's with you from the beginning. Ex-wife left you. Yep. Are you you're remarried now? Uh yeah, sort of. Not not married, but we've been together, together for ten years and we have a kid, so it's like the same thing. Yeah. Basically, yeah. But minus minus the tax it benefits, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I don't know if there are any. Yeah, okay, that's true. Where are you based? Are you you're overseas? Right now I'm based in Paris, France. Yeah. Is that where most of your team is? Uh no. Actually it's only one third of the team. Uh two third of the team is in Ireland, the US, Mexico, Brazil, Slovakia, Malaysia, Philippines, and gosh, I must be forgetting. This is a remote, this is a remote team. Yeah. It's mostly remote, yeah. yeah. Two thirds of them are remote. The US is the biggest country. I think we have seven or eight people there. And how many but people it's, total it's, are on the team? 40. 40 people. Okay, that's, I mean, that's pretty significant. 40 people. Um, and help me understand some of the economics here. Cause last time we talked, man, I think it was like three or four years ago at a conference. And, and uh, if you don't mind me sharing this, I think it's old enough now. You were expressing concerns about things like churn. So yeah. I, I assume that was pre pivot. You pivoted somehow. Um, what is churn today and how would you drive it down? It's a very good, good question. Uh, a pivot is, is something we do all the time. Like it, these are small, the, you know, 10% pivot and then 10% and then 10%. You keep adjusting, especially in a fast moving industry such as social media. Uh, I think when we talked together three years ago, we probably were at 12% net MR that, churn. That just was to the keep number. An idea. Uh, and that right was monthly. Now, that was monthly. That was monthly yeah. and not annual. Yeah. Well, remember, we're in the SMB self-service um, uh, SaaS business, which which has monthly churn. You can't you can't totally kill it. It's impossible. I I don't know anybody in the SMB space who has no churn or negative churn. Negative churn is all, is is for higher paid customers, like you know enterprise. They have negative churn, of course. 
those who get, you know, one year full contract, three year contract, obviously they have a negative churn. But those who have monthly and SMB, usually the best churn rate I've ever heard was constant contact at 2.5. That's the best I've ever heard. And remember, they sold for 1.4 billion and they have 600,000 customers. So you can make it even with 2,000%. Yeah, but that, Emmer, that's still, that that company, I mean, that they were at, you know, you'd sit, I'd sit on Gail's conference calls. I mean, they would add 60,000 60, customers in a corner, but they would churn 50,000. So like they, they churn through the market. And if you look at the PE ratio, what they exited for, it was actually a shitty multiple for a SaaS company. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't have all their SaaS metrics and churn is, is a bad thing overall. And you get to a, a glass ceiling at some point uh, if you if you churn every month, of course. So, you know, what everybody does is they go at market and they sell to end to. What, what know, are you at today, though? Enterprise. So we we were at 12. We reduced it to eight the following year. We reduced it to six the following year. We're now between three and four. And my personal goal is to get to two or below two by the end of this year. So by the end of 2018. And you you do, so as you can see, it's a slow process. It, but you know, MR, you just to be clear, that's two. that's net revenue churn monthly is 4%. Yeah, net MR churn, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And is logo churn about the same? Um, I, I don't really You don't track it? Yeah. No, I don't. I, I mean, we have the number, but I don't really care because we have a lot of legacy, small, very small clients who are going away and we don't really care about them because, you know, we, we really care about the ones that are more in the 99, 199 range, which which is kind of a core target. Uh, the ones that used to be at the 29 plan that we killed a year ago that are that are still churning a little every month. We don't I, it doesn't really matter because it's not the reflection of the business as we've been having it for a year. So I'm I'm really looking at the business we have now and 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 I'm looking at the you know at the at the cohort we have now and the cohort we have now are go, are better and better over time as we improve product client acquisition and stuff like that. Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Give me a sense of growth. You said you finished 2017, so about a month ago at a $5 million run rate. Where were you at the end yeah. of 2016? We were about 2.5. Wow, okay, so you almost doubled year over year. Well, it did double year over year. That's yep. great, that's great. Um, okay, great, and then what are you willing, break it down some of the other economics for me. With that kind of churn, you obviously can afford to pay a little more to acquire a customer because they're worth more. What are you paying right now to acquire customers? Uh, yeah, I, that's a question I really don't like, the CAC question, because we don't pay to acquire customer. It's all organic. So putting a number there is basically doing hocus pocus magic with well, my, all my marketing But Emmerich, it's not always, because if you do, I'm not, I'm not talking just direct paid. If you do a fully weighted CAC, you take into account content, marketing, salaries, things like that. I know. I know. So I can, I'm going to give you the number, but it's meaningless. It's 150 bucks, but it's meaningless because I'm actually not paying for those. Uh, and, and everything I've done that's pay a dollar to acquire a customer has failed. So right now, the CAC is interesting when you have a growth lever. 
So when you can, you know, you look at the CAC and you look at the LTV and you say, okay, I have a growth lever. This is the cost for me. This is the revenue for me over t- over the lifetime of the customer. I can push that lever and acquire more and then raise money and stuff and stuff like that. If you have no growth lever, meaning that you, everything you do is organic, then knowing CAC is not really interesting because what are you going to do with that? Well, so here's a question, right? It's the new year. If content marketing is working and you're calling that organic free growth, why not go hire more content marketers? Because creating great content is not as easy as creating good Facebook ads or good ads on AdWords. Uh, so you have, to, you have to pay lo- someone more money. Uh, well, it w- I would be great. I would love that. The only barrier would be <laughs> would pay someone more money. I would pay that person more money right now. Uh, you got to find the right the right people, um, and that's super hard to find. And then you have to execute the right strategy, which sometimes you succeed at, sometimes you don't. And honestly, content marketing works great, but it works slow. So we have a lot of content marketing experiments that we've started that are starting to produce results, but they will probably be at their full speed in 12 or 18 months. Name one. And I cannot, uh, the social media lab that we launched uh, four months ago, it's basically us doing tests on social media on you know any, time of t- any, any kind of topic you'd like to test on social media. You can give it to us and we're going to test it. We're going to basically spend a week or two weeks running the test. Um, gathering the data, writing about the result. We have a podcast about this. And I, I made them, I made the math on the cost of that. And every blog post is costing us around $2,000, $2,000 to $2,500 per post, just to give you an ID on the, on our regular blog post that the one we've been having for five years, um, an average blog post cost us between 200 and 250. So it's like 10 times more. So it's a big bet and I'm convinced it's going to work out uh, and I'm convinced it's going to produce results. And we're also leveraging that in a lot of influencers, you know, marketing tactics and stuff. But again, it takes a lot of time and I, I, I'm not patient enough to wait for 18 months from now to, you know, to grow my business. So we, we're going to do a lot of other different things, less organic. I mean, more that we have control that can be considered growth levers. Uh, you know, running webinars with partners. We're working on a lot of stuff right now to build a lot more webinars. And I know you're a big fan of webinars and you've, you've built a great business with webinars. We've never done any of that. And now we're going to, we're going to try that. So I want to, I want to, I want to get growth levers and, and this is going to be one of them. We're going to, we're, we're trying AdWords right now, 6,000 a month, just to test it out, just to see if it can work for us. Uh, to be honest with you. Are you, you doing conference sponsorships at all? Uh, this is, this is not something that's very easy to measure. So I don't see that. I don't look at that as a growth lever and I'm, I'm really into finding some growth levers that I can actually, you know, um, push scale. or pull. Yeah. Scale, uh, moving forward. So yeah. Well, no good. yeah so, so CAC right now it's kind of organic content. It's hard to really know what you can yeah. spend to get one. You're testing some six grand spend right now on ads to maybe see if you can dial in that CAC ratio, because if you know what that ratio is, it becomes way easier to pour oil on the far gas on the fire. So that'll be, yeah. we'll have to have back on in a year and see how those pan out. But uh, oh, yeah. in the meantime, Emmerich, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? My favorite business book is called Extreme Ownership. That's a good one. I, I feel like I just finished reading that. I don't know where I said it though. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Yeah, well, I, I, I used to say none, uh, but in the last three to four months, I've been listening to um, David Cancel's podcast, Seeking Wisdom, which which I enjoy very much and I like very Drift. much. So David, if you listen to us, yeah, the founder of Drift. And I have to say that, you know, um, the guy is pretty interesting to follow. 
through the podcast and is, is sharing all his wisdom and how, how what, what he's learning. And, and it's a very interesting piece. If, Dr- if Drift like and it. David offers you uh, 15 million bucks for the company, 3X AR, do you sell? 15, one five? One five. No. Five zero is more interesting, huh? Five zero, I'd consider. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number three. I, one thing I learned. One thing I learned in my life is never say no to a good check. <laughs> I, I when I was a business lawyer, I had uh, clients of mine who said no to huge checks because you know one guy was proposed nine hundred and fifty million, and he said no, I'll sell to a four billion. Like how stupid, dumb is that? And. Five years later, he sold his company that was almost bankrupt for five million. And I've seen that many times. And I decided, you know, I, I thought to myself, if if in my life I ever get the opportunity to get a big check, I'll take it because I've seen too many people say no to a big check and then regret it, you know, bitterly later on. So number three, besides Duron, what's your favorite online tool? Uh, my favorite online tool. That's a great question. Uh, Slack. What's it's, it's such a dumb answer. Everybody nope. thinks. No, yeah, no, no. All right. And, uh, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? I'm getting eight. That's and good. when I can get nine, I'm happy. That's good. And you said you're in a relationship, in a relationship, one kiddo and Emmerich, how old are you? I'm 45. 45. Last question. Take us back 25 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? It's going to be okay. Don't worry. Coming, <laughs> coming from the lawyer, it's gonna be okay. He turned his nose onto Washington D.C., left his legal job, launched his company back in 2000, lost his wife, but his co-founders stuck with them all the way through to where they are today with Agora Post again, social media management, doing many other things, really focusing on enterprise or more enterprise level accounts, moving away from SMB. They have about 3,000 customers, paying about 145 bucks a month, so hitting about a five million dollar run rate at the end of 2017, up from a two and a half million dollar run rate at the end of 2016. So healthy growth churns coming down 4% net revenue churn monthly. Obviously, again, really healthy. His goal is to get that below 2%. CAC, even though he's not really important to him, is about 150 bucks. Average customer staying 25 months for a value of about 3,600 bucks. His team of 40 spread all across the world. Emmerich, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.